Live from Delaware's News Center, you're listening to Delaware's Afternoon News. Here's Chris Carl. Good afternoon. Sunny and 80 degrees in Wilmington at 3.03. Topping Delaware news, visitations should be resuming at long-term care and assisted living facilities in Delaware. WDEL's Amy Cherry reports. Visitors should not be restricted at nursing homes due to vaccination status. They also shouldn't be required to get a COVID-19 test. That's according to updated guidance released by the Delaware Department of Health and Social Services. The guidance states indoor visitation at nursing homes should be supported for all residents unless the county's positivity rate is greater than 10% and fewer than 70% of residents are fully vaccinated. Dr. Carol Rattay is the director of the Division of Public Health. We know that for residents in these facilities to not have had the opportunity to spend time with their families has had a tremendous impact on them. Outdoor visitation is preferred to indoor visitation and DHSS says it should be facilitated whenever possible. The guidance also says compassionate care visits not restricted to end-of-life visits should be permitted at all times regardless of a resident's vaccination status. Amy Cherry, WDEL, Delaware's News. Radio. While social distancing requirements in the classroom have been reduced from six to three feet, according to new guidance from the CDC, there's still something standing in the way of getting more kids back into Delaware's classrooms full time. School buses with three feet social distancing can only carry 23 students. There are certainly concerns about putting more kids on a bus that cannot be socially distanced, meaning that cannot be three feet apart. Dr. Carol Rattay, director of the Division of Public Health, says she understands this is a barrier to getting more kids into full-time in-person learning, and they'll reconsider the issue as needed, but can't recommend anyone be at a distance of less than three feet right now. WDEL Newstime, 305. A Seaford woman is dead after being shot by a Delaware State Trooper. WDEL's Mike Phillips with the few details released so far by police. Delaware State Police say troopers responded to Danny Drive in Seaford at around 7.15 Thursday evening. And as a result of an incident, a trooper shot the 51-year-old woman to death. It's unknown why troopers responded to the area or what prompted the shooting. Police say they're withholding the victim's identity pending family notification. The officer involved has been placed on administrative duty pending an investigation. Mike Phillips, WDEL Delaware's News Radio. County police charging a husband in the fatal stabbing of his wife in the Breadline area earlier this week. Police say David Fletcher stabbed his wife Lisa to death. Her body found in a grassy area off of County Road Monday. David Fletcher facing first-degree murder charges being held on $3 million bond. A local institution dedicated to serving First State residents celebrated a special birthday today. WDEL's DJ McEnany reports. The Food Bank of Delaware turns 40 years old today, so we wanted to commemorate the occasion with what else would you do during COVID times but a drive through birthday party? The Food Bank of Delaware's Kim Turner says their birthday celebration came on the heels of one of their busiest years ever and just shows how much they've evolved over four decades. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, we distributed over 18 million pounds of food. So definitely have grown from very small, humble beginnings to what we are today. Newcastle County Executive Matt Meyer says their growth just goes to show what hard work put into helping others can do. It's really inspiring to be in a place that it really was about making sure food wasn't wasted. It has somehow become all of this, a basic institution in our community. DJ McEnany, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. Still to come here on WDEL, something new for Oprah. Plus, we check your weekend forecast from the WDEL Weather Center next. I'm Chris Carl. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned here on WDEL as Delaware's afternoon news continues.
Today is Stacy Davis Day on WDEL. Give Stacy a call or text and wish a happy day. Hi, it's Peter MacArthur, Delaware's Morning News. Everything you need to know as you head into work, along with Traffic Watch on the Nines, your National Weather Service forecast. That's 5.30 to 9. Then at 9 a.m., Delaware. We talk with those people making headlines in our area and the newsmakers making decisions that affect you and your family. Delaware's Morning News, 5.30 to 9. Delaware, 9 to 10, each weekday morning. AM 1150, 101.7 FM, and WDEL.com. Listen for the Things Green Garden Show, Saturday mornings at 9. Brought to you locally by Davy Tree Expert Tree Company. When they come to your house, you can rest easy. Your weekend forecast from the WDEL Weather Center. We have a wind advisory in effect until 7 o'clock this evening. As we'll see winds at 25 miles an hour, gusting as high as 45. Later on tonight, mostly clear skies, low down to 48. Tomorrow's the best of the two weekend days. Sunshine, high 69. Showers for Sunday, maybe even thunderstorms in the afternoon with a high 68. Then back to work on Monday with sunshine, breezy and cooler, high only 55. We officially got to 83 today at the Newcastle County Airport, and that is a record. Going down to 47 tonight here at WDEL. The UD women's basketball team in action this afternoon. The semifinals of the women's NIT. They take on the Rice Owls in Memphis. Tip off at 5 p.m. Well, some draft news for the Eagles. They've traded their sixth overall pick in the upcoming draft to Miami for their 12th pick. The Eagles will also get Miami's first rounder in next year's draft, potentially giving them three first round picks in that draft. On tap this weekend, the NCAA men's basketball tournament resumes with Sweet 16 play tomorrow. Delaware football in action tomorrow at Rhode Island. The Flyers hosting the Rangers tomorrow afternoon. Sixers still out on the coast, taking on the L.A. Clippers late Saturday night. On Sunday, you'll hear the Phillies spring training action here on WDEL with coverage starting at 1 o'clock. And for the first time since 1970, NASCAR will race on a dirt track on Sunday in Bristol. Also in sports, Delaware's largest all-male high school will have a female leader for its sports programs next year. WDEL Sean Green has more. After 118 years, Salesianum named its first female athletic director as mathematics teacher Katie Orga Godfrey will step into the role in July. Godfrey, who played three sports at Ursuline and two sports at Division Three Washington College, said she was aware of the history she might make when she applied for the job. It did cross my mind. However, I've worked at that school. I've coached at Salesianum. So to me, it's not so much about being a female as it is just being prepared and being ready to work hard in the job. Godfrey says she has goals for Salesianum's athletics program. I believe that our core is exactly what Salesianum represents. It's not just about the athletics. This is about developing the whole person. And to me, each athlete that comes through here needs to be a student athlete. Sean Green, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. WDEL News Time 313. Well, Governor Carney and Senators Carper and Coons on hand today to help Goodwill of Delaware and Delaware County celebrate its centennial. Senator Coons says the work of Goodwill today was built on the foresight of community and faith leaders 100 years ago. To lay the foundation for what today is a remarkable, capable organization that's transforming lives and strengthening our community. Among the lives Goodwill has transformed, Vernell Brown, who came to Goodwill 10 years ago through the Plumber Work Release Program, after he says his life was derailed by substance abuse and alcoholism. It's shown that it can help people, it invest in people, 
and I am just so grateful to be part of this this narrative that Goodwill stands for. Brown now has a master's degree and works for the city of Philadelphia's health department in their COVID section. Wilmington City Council members helping those in need this weekend. A food distribution event planned for East Side Charter School tomorrow from 10 till noon. Unlike many others, the event is not a drive-through because City Council President Trippy Congo says many city residents don't have access to vehicles. Instead, this is a walk-up style event. Grab your grocery bag and a go style event. A 22-year-old Seaford man under arrest after police say they found materials to make explosives at his home in Millsboro. State troopers were investigating a reported drug complaint at the home, and during their investigation found bottles in a shed with a substance inside that were possibly Molotov cocktails. Joshua Riley now being held at the Sussex prison. A 59-year-old man being treated for injuries after crashing his motorcycle this morning in Edgemore. County paramedics say the victim was found by firefighters underneath his bike down an embankment off of Lore Avenue shortly before 10 a.m. Medics say the biker was treated for leg injuries, flown to Christiana Hospital in stable condition. And Oprah Winfrey's magazine, O, is no more. Instead, she has created a new digital platform. Oprah launched the new site on her Instagram this morning. This was created, Oprah Daily dot com to be a daily dose of inspiration and information to help you continue to rise to the best in your life. Oprah gave a virtual tour of the site that includes a visit with Dr. Jill Biden and takes readers along to get her COVID vaccination. So I hope you join me daily for some inspiration information on Oprah Daily. I'm Michael Kastner. Still to come here on WDEL, the National Weather Service now says at least eight tornadoes touched down in parts of Alabama yesterday. Right now, 315, here's the latest WDEL coronavirus update. I'm Chris Carl. Delaware's averaging more than 6,700 vaccinations per day, with 55% going to people 65 and older. 14% of Delaware's population has now been fully vaccinated. In neighboring states, the number is 14.5% in Pennsylvania, 15 in Maryland, and 16 in New Jersey. 27% of Delaware's population has gotten at least the first dose. The number is 28% in Pennsylvania, 275 in Maryland, and 30% in New Jersey. Currently eligible for the vaccine in Delaware, frontline and essential workers, people 50 and older, and those 16 and older with higher moderate health risk. Learn more, go to de.gov slash COVID vaccine. New Jersey announcing today it will lower its vaccine eligibility to 55 starting April 5th. Currently, the age-based eligibility is restricted to 65 and up, while people with pre-existing conditions and certain professions are also able to get the shot in New Jersey. The state will also expand vaccine eligibility to new groups of workers starting April 5th, including members of the media, people with intellectual disabilities that are 16 and older, also higher education employees. COVID hospitalizations in Delaware, now up to 116. The number's been trending up since hitting a low of 83 two weeks ago. Delaware's positivity rate at 4.5%, that number also slightly trending up. The state adding on average 235 new COVID cases each day. That number was under 200 two weeks ago. Delaware's death toll remaining at 1,536 today. And keep it here for continuing updates on WDEL, Delaware's News Radio.